It's the weekend, so relax and listen to some stories the whole family can enjoy. That's right, it's the Saturday Story Circle, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Chapter 30 Suddenly, Professor Zombie seemed to be in a terrible hurry to complete the procedure. She barked orders at the remaining gangsters and peered more than once over her shoulder to the empty space formerly occupied by her zombie super-soldiers. Kit knew that the professor was struggling to maintain her dominance without them. More grist for the mill. This is going to be pretty academic in a minute, she thought. So legs, she opened to McIntyre, who seemed to jump a little at being recognized. You making notes for when she does this to you? Shut up, McIntyre said unconvincingly. Aw, oh, come on, Legs. Don't give me the company man routine. You think Kid Chaos hasn't thought about it? Keep her quiet, Professor Zombie ordered as she cranked her machines to life. You boys really are suckers, ain't ya, the flying squirrel continued. Haven't you noticed the little gizmo Chaos has wired up to his own heart? You can see the lump under his shirt. The crowd buzzed slightly. They had seen it all right. What of it, said McIntyre. So what do you think that could be, Legs? He's got something wired just in case his heart stops beating. Just in case someone unexpectedly turns him into the walking dead. And chaos being chaos, my guess is this whole place blows the kingdom come. There was another buzz through the crowd. Professor Zombie was working feverishly. Bet you wish you'd had one of those, don't you, Mr. Malcolm? The squirrel called up to the catwalk. I said keep her quiet! Professor Zombie shrieked, lunging towards Kit with a large hypodermic needle dripping with something vile. McIntyre caught the professor's hand and gripped it hard. He looked at Kit. What's that supposed to mean? he said. Come on, legs. You're not really that dim, are you? Kit snapped. He moves like a wind-up toy. He learns his lines, but he can't improvise, and they won't let any of you get close enough to see these wearing makeup. Malcolm is a zombie! The heads of the assembled members of the crime cabal snapped up to the catwalk in horror. Malcolm stood impassively, staring straight ahead. Henderson backed away a little, nervously. My God, she's right, a voice said. Suddenly, Professor Zombie shrieked in rage and threw all of her body weight behind the arm, holding the needle just inches away from Kit. McIntyre slapped her and pushed her back against her own machines, which crashed to the floor with several vials of chemicals. That was too much for Henderson, who opened fire and blew two fist-sized holes in Legs McIntyre. His five remaining comrades on floor level went for their own guns, dodging the rain of lead from above as they did so. Exit stage left, thought the flying squirrel, worming her left hand free from its restraint. She pulled a smoke capsule from her belt and threw it down, providing cover as she freed herself from her remaining bonds. Flames licked up along the walls, ignited by the destruction of the zombie machines. Bullets ricocheted wildly as the gangsters gunned for one another. Kit bounded from the table and raced towards the door, keeping low as she did so. She knew that any sign from her would be enough to reunite these new enemies around the common cause of her destruction. Through the smoke and haze, she looked wildly for Professor Zombie. That monster must not be allowed to go free. The still-swinging outer doors of the laboratory gave a clear signal that her quarry had disappeared back into the rabbit's warren of tunnels that was the crime cabal's sanctuary. 
As she neared the doors, she could hear the roar of terrified men, the clamor of automatic gunfire, and the unmistakable music of mortal combat from those who had raced from the room headed for Gate 2, wherever that was. Kit felt a wave of pure joy wash over her, and it was all she could do to keep from letting out a great whoop of a war cry. If there was anything down here they thought they needed to waste that many bullets on, the boss had to be alive. Alive and coming for her. She broke for the doors at top speed. If there was one thing the flying squirrel would not stand for, it was being rescued again. Not today, boss, she grinned to herself. As she reached the doors, the flying squirrel looked back quickly. At least four of the crooks were down, for good by the looks of it. Any left alive were under cover, firing wildly at targets they couldn't see. No danger from this angle. As she turned back to the doors, Kit's eyes brushed past the catwalk above. She realized something with a start. The zombie Malcolm was gone. Classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre. And the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.